They're bros. They're dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. Bro Dads. I'm going to swallow my gum. <laughs> Wouldn't I used be- to do it all the time when I was hungry. Swallow gum? Yeah. Like that you just find? No, no, not <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, this park bench is great. Whoever sits here spits out their gum before the cinnamon flavor is totally gone. <laughs> I've only gotten hepatitis like four times. <laughs> Dude, that would be funny. Like, if a, if a gum company came out and was like you know that bullshit about gum staying in your stomach that's fake as shit <laughs> fork and knife bubblicious gum <laughs> so good you can eat it with a fork and a knife spit out the mouth juices you got yourself a fruity little soup <laughs> fork and knife gum new sponsor bro dads <laughs> Use uh, use promo code fucking yuck. <laughs> Dude, so I I think we got to touch on this great idea we were having in the garage. Okay. The reality of like when you put to when you when you stack shit wrong in your garage or or you load up the fridge too tight, yes. you're just booby trapping yeah. your own house. <laughs> I built, dude, I was trying to save money by a long time ago by building a shelf for uh, ski boots. Yeah. Like, and I mean, like, really, like, not, it was like, I didn't like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to buy a shelf. I was like, I'm not going to buy a bracket to support the shelf I'm building. So I just cut up wood in weird shapes. And I'm like, <laughs> Tri- tri- triangles, engin- from an engineering standpoint, are the, are the most structurally sound shape. <laughs> so, so I just... <laughs> I just cut up a bunch of triangles with two by fours, <laughs> screwed it into the wall, and then put the top of it. And I'm like, that's good. And it's been good for years until last week. Oh. I, I was walking by and I just got my son's these new ski boots and they fell so close to my nose. Oh. It, I thought, you ever been punched in the nose or just hit your nose? And it's like, it's like shocking. Like it's like yeah. not even hurting. You're like you like don't even know what's real anymore. Yeah. You know, you're just like, oh fuck, am I gay now? <laughs> <Whatever."> <laughs> <laughs> like it just reorientates you completely. <laughs> and anyway, that it, I got that. Even though it didn't hit me, it it it, it like simulated that in my brain. I was just like, oh, oh. yeah. So uh, so yeah, I'm just wondering. Like I've been living here so long. I'm just like, how many other things? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'd sell that treadmill, but I know as soon as we move it, that sh- there's a bunch of <laughs> shit's going to fall on top of me. <laughs> Dude, I tried just moving that treadmill like three feet, and uh, I forgot that I, we had put five-pound weights in the cup holder for some. Oh. And so as soon as I started rolling it back, this five-pound weight's like good chunk, shit. and I'm like, whoa, this treadmill wasn't broke before. It's broke as shit now. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bro Dad listeners, uh, I have a treadmill that you can – 
have for free or I will deliver to your house for 50 bucks. Uh, it's a pretty sweet deal. Hit me up if you want a treadmill that works as long as you're under 170 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Who in this house is over 180 pounds? Me. You're not 180 pounds. Oh, dude, I'm too. I don't even want to say. I'm too. I'm, I'm almost too. I'm 225. Yeah. Are you putting fishing weights in you? Dude, Daddy Fat Sack's got it thick. (laughs) (laughs) It's, no, man, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's weird. I, I stopped drinking any alcohol for like 60 days. It didn't do shit. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh boy, I bet I'll lose all this weight. And, uh, now I'm like, well, I think alcohol is calorie free because that didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I don't know. I, I yeah, it's weird. I can't. Uh, it's just like COVID happened, and I think all that beef that I ate during COVID is just still inside me. Because <laughs> <laughs> started making. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. I maybe lifting weights is. I don't know what it is. I don't. I feel like I can enjoy my. Yeah, I yeah, because I'm like I I would to be able to continue my active lifestyle. I'm like I got to get below 200 pounds, because otherwise, my Achilles heel is definitely going to rupture due to my quick f- twitch actions. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of quick twitch action activities <laughs> that, I like, that I like to do. <laughs> Yeah, like sometimes at the gym, I'm like, I don't know what to do, so I'm just gonna jump over this box. That's a thing. Yeah, you, just, you set a box in the ground, you just jump over it. How many times? Until you're tired. Maybe 12, or you jump up on it. It's another thing. You can do that outside. Oh, fuck, I could do a lot of stuff outside. I could just do push ups <laughs> outside. Dude, you don't wanna be an outside working out guy. Well, you're outside doing push ups. You. I think he'd get arrested. Oh, man. I used to go to this park with my kids were little, and this dude would come out of the bushes, start doing pull-ups on the limbs of the tree, and then he had a backpack. He'd whip nunchucks out. And I was like... This sounds like the coolest guy. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> I know. There was a part of me that was like, man, if that guy didn't look like a total meth head, I'd go make a new friend. <laughs> but it was always kind of thing where I was like, man, that's fu- I wish I could be that free. And then also I was like, but also not a slave to a drug. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it is wild. So many drug addicts, you're like, dude, they're just, they're living. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like they're living, but they're living the, the only time they're actually at peace is when they got the drugs. Sure. But, yeah. you know, that's a minor thing. I mean... <laughs> All, you know how many things I got to do to have an afternoon just doing what I want? It's like, okay, yeah, my family's, oh, my son's got to, I got to take him to the thing. And then, oh, also got to make money for a house to survive. Oh, my wife wants me to run these five errands for. Oh, and also I got to, you know, get my teeth cleaned. Oh, and I got to, whatever, whatever. It's like, dude, if all it was like, oh, I just got to buy meth and then I got to take apart as many VCRs as I want. <laughs> That's it? One step to... Pursuing a hobby Because <laughs> all their hobbies are cheap Yeah Yeah I mean it doesn't cost anything To vandalize someone's house And steal their <laughs> copper <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'll tell you what's free, swinging around a board in a park filled with children. <laughs> Scaring all the moms. That's, that doesn't cost you a goddamn cent. <laughs> I, you know, I, um, especially this time of year when it's colder outside. Yeah. And I see them out there. And I always wonder, like, are they saying to themselves, damn, I wish meth was a seasonal drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it is cold yeah, right now, Yeah, it's cold man. shit right now, man. I, c- I could not imagine being outside. That is where you're like, this shit is bad. Because yeah. all these, there's like, there's like, uh, you know what they call them? Like, they're not warming shelters. They're like, like, like homeless shelters. Yeah. That are like, we, we have a ton, we have so many beds. All, we have so many beds. All you got to do is just not be obviously high. <laughs> yes. That's their only rule. These guys are like, can't do it. <laughs> it's negative 10 degrees, and my gloves don't have fingertips. <laughs> I cannot appear to be not dangerously high. That, man, that tells you just how much of a hold these drugs have on people. Oh, man. yeah. Where they... Would they look at their survival or, you know, getting warm or just laying out on wet grass? Yeah. And they go, wet grass, man. Yeah. That's, boy, I don't. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I, there's nothing that could take control of my um, body like that. Every year I forget, too, like how <laughs> cold it gets. <laughs> you know, it just seems like all of a sudden, it was like last weekend. It yeah. was just like, Oh, nice! A sunny day, and you walk out, and you're like, "You fooled me, son of a bitch!" Yeah, this is freezing cold. Like the, gr- I was in the shadows in the morning, and it, like the ground was crunching because it was all frozen. Yeah, yeah. You know, dude, and it was like that. I drove to uh, Seattle. I did a spot at the Seattle Seattle International. Oh, how did that go? Man, I forgot how hot those audiences were during that. Con- <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That they're so hot. I mean, I came in after four. Of the final, all five finalists had performed. There was an intermission. Okay. Show started at eight. I think by this point, by the time I ended my twenty-minute stall set for the judges to complete, dude, it was ten twenty. This has been almost a two and a half hour show at that point, and I was like, "Well, the judges are done. I got to go." And there were people that were like, "No, keep going." Yeah. yeah, and they were like, old, it was an older audience. So I was like, man, you guys should be in bed by now. Hasn't the, what, when was this? Saturday. Oh, so the, it was the, the winner should already be picked now. They pretty much knew who the, I mean, it sounded like the winner they had known, and Sunday was the last day. So the winner has been picked. Do you know who it is? No. Do you know Brent Lowry out of Portland? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, he, did, he was doing good, man. Just super consistent every night. Uh, I think Mary Lou might have got second. Holy shit. She yeah, and she the night I was there, I'm gonna say it, she got a robbed. I mean it all night long. It was like, oh Mary Lou's the, the person to beat. Yeah. She was because she went first. She got yeah. fifth. And wow. it was like like the audience didn't was like applauding when they're like, give it up for fifth place, Mary Lou Gamba. And they like stopped the play. If it was a younger audience, they I, I I thought they were gonna boo. Like if it was a younger audience, wow. I almost guarantee you they would have booed at that result. Mary Lou Gamba, very funny comedian out of uh, out of um, Seattle, Washington. Yeah. yeah, I think you know, and I think these judges, man, that's what sucks about those competitions because one judge yeah. can just fuck you, you know. So it's like 
because then the other woman on the competition got fourth. And I almost felt like, the, and there, I think there was just one judge that was like, nah, man, ladies. Shouldn't, yeah. Ladies shouldn't be out here. Yeah, that shit is real, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, all you got to do is go on Instagram and look at any female comedian's stuff on Instagram. Oh, yeah, just and look at always, the comment section. Yeah, there's always a guy that's like, women aren't funny. Yeah, where are the jokes? Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I, for the longest, I mean, you have talked about this, but there was all this controversy for a long time because no woman won the um, Seattle International Comedy Company. No woman had even went to the finals in a long time. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And people <clears throat> threw the blame on the people running the competition. And for someone who's done it yeah. twice, those are not the people you blame. No, the people putting on that competition wanted a woman to win it desperately. They yeah. were they were trying to get women to do it. They were trying yeah. to get female headliners to do yeah, the competition. They wanted women to be in the competition. Yeah. They wanted them to make it to the finals. But it is the judges. Yeah. And that's why if you are going to court and they ask you, do you want to be if you want a jury trial or just a, I think they call it a bench trial with just a judge. I would pick the judge. I would pick the judge because the judge yeah. at least knows the law. And I and think we can agree women should not be judges. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a robe. That's a gown on you, madam. Because, <laughs> dude, if it's a male judge and all he's got his underwear in there, he's like, this guy's goofy. Yeah. But if it's a female with only underwear, you're like, this lady is senile. Yeah. She needs, <laughs> she yeah. needs to go to the home. And, and I'm, t I, you know, I've seen... Uh, women get judged in that competition and they get judged um, much sharply. Yes. And you would think, oh, well, just make sure women are judges. Women... Women are the worst. Women are yes, the worst yes. when it comes to judging other women. Yeah, for sure. And, 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 and see, when you start telling people those things, they kind of fold in on themselves because they're like, oh, all these things that I believe turn out to not be true. Because these people who never, who must have never seen two strange women interact with each other, uh, assume that oh, every woman is out there going, yeah, we gotta hold each other up. It's like, no. Oh, if a woman is judging, uh, they are gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna look just like every other judge. Every other judge will sit there, and I guarantee you, when you walk up. They automatically got a thing in their head about you. Yeah. And if it doesn't fall into those places, they, you know, you're gonna get judged um, harshly. I think that's. I think that's. Uh, and it's. I think it goes with every type of comedian: white, black, uh, female, male. If you go up, if you go up, and you're a white comedian, and you look like the standard. Comedy Central comic, and you're not, uh, and you're not doing that type of material. You're gonna get danged. Uh -huh. If you're a black comedian, and you're not up there, just you know, no punchlines, just act outs. You're gonna get judged. And if you're a woman and you have big breasts, you're not gonna get um, 
judge um, right. So sorry, Mayor Lou Gamba, but. Yeah, I don't know what she got. I don't know what the old placement was, but there was not a white guy in the finals. Brent Lowry's not white? He's white passing. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he's a, a, a part Asian. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's ethnically ambiguous, but no okay. pure breeds. <laughs> Nobody, no, no fully Eastern. Oh my God! I just turned into like one of those racist characters from uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> there was one mug blood. <laughs> Other than that, it was all muggles. <laughs> Man, uh, I saw. I think he was. He did some time. Um, at this show I did in Seattle during the summer, right down the street from uh, Rick's spot, uh, mm. and and I thought he I thought he was he he was he was in Portland, and I was like, man, this seems like a a long drive. Yeah, I think he's been gearing up for this competition for the past year, six months here. I mean, man, congratulations! I mean, when I every time I've done it, I've always just gone. All right, let's go see what happens. <laughs> That's great. Not one plan or anything. Not- Dude, I hired a, a physical trainer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I lost weight. I went on a diet. Holy shit. Oh, dude, I was I was like, I'm going to kill Well, that's probably why people. you um, placed high to me, because I, I didn't have a plan. I was just, I was, I was like that homeless guy with the, with the nunchucks. I was just... <laughs> I was just playing it by ear, just playing life by ear, man. I yeah, was just, enjoying your afternoon. Yeah, yeah. No, I was there like, this is this is the only thing that matters. Like, I I don't know. It's funny. I almost wonder if I didn't move past the prelims, if I would have been like, I fucking quit. <laughs> like, you think you would have quit comedy? I don't know. You know, it's funny. I'm glad I don't have to look back and think about that. I just remember yeah. going to those prelims. I was like, if I don't get first tonight on the last night, I was like, then I'm out. I'm all, I didn't look at the, the 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 tallies, but I was like, I have a feeling that if I don't get first, I'm out. Yeah. So I just went bonkers that last night. I hurt my neck, so I was just like, Ugh! like on stage, Damn. I was just like, I yeah, did I just went fucking nuts? And so yeah, so yeah, man, I I remember that though. Being well, after that prelim was over, I mean, I felt like there were some unfair nights. You know, I could definitely see unfair nights for other people. Yeah. I felt yeah. like maybe I got screwed one night. But during those prelims, there were two nights where I was like, man, I'm getting fucked right now, you know? And, yeah. Uh, that, yeah. yeah. And I, I think mean, everybody even, has has that feeling throughout that competition. Yeah. Even though I, you know, I played second every night, I was like, man, there's no way this <laughs> motherfucker was better than me right now. That's, you know, it, it always felt like, it felt like, uh, they were like, well, he's going to go on to the next round, but we should boost someone's confidence right now. But, yeah, those judges don't know, though. Those, those yeah. judges are like just some well, – sometimes it's just like some random it's, – yeah. it's like the, the theater is like, oh, there's this plumber in town who's a hoot. You know, like yeah. you don't know. Those judges are uh, just whatever. But, you know, to have that integrity of the competition, once they choose a judge – that's who it is. Yep. So, yeah, it's hard. I almost feel like you should pick, like, local radio DJs or just people that are, like, can have an idea of, like, what is, like, that at least would be, like, oh, this is what the audience is enjoying. So even yeah. though it's not for me, 
it should be rated high. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I honestly think it's it's what happens when you give anybody any amount of power and anonymity. I, I fucked that word up. <laughs> I don't know why there was a B in there. But I, I, once you start giving people the power to really affect people's lives, I feel like they all of a sudden they become a movie critic yeah. where they're like, oh, that there was an air of immaturity in that bit. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, you see it all the time with movie critics where they will uh, rate a movie really low, but the audience loves it. And yeah. it's because two people are looking Old at... Old dads with Bill Burr. Yeah, it's yeah. like a mess. It's 33% on the critics, 89 on the audiences. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and man. It's, and it's like, well, someone... And I mean, you can say they're both right. Like, it might not yeah. be a... Like, I mean, shit. All right, I'll say it. You know, you, you have people like Nick Tyson and, and um, Don Parkins who, for 30 years, man... These are old comedians yeah, just in deep. Spokane, Washington yeah, that have been doing comedy for, uh, if you add it up, 278 years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's not off by one year. Yeah. And they were they started uh, doing, uh, I believe, minstrel shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can see them being an anus and... <laughs> No, yeah, but, no, sorry. So yeah, so yeah, these old guys in the you know, and you, we when we look at what they do, we're like, wow, this is like, this is just, this is the, the the bottom of the bucket type material, but the audience is hooting and hollering, so yeah. it's like, who at that point, who cares if yeah. if it's uh, art because most people don't want art. Most people just want to be entertained. Oh, yeah. I almost wonder, like, how would you do in that competition if you were just, like, doing armpit farts? Like, if, that'd be, if you got in on real stand-up and then showed up and you're like, eh! Yeah. And then just started, you know, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think you do, a lot of people might see it as avant-garde. <laughs> they, would, they would be like, wow, this is transcendent. Dude, I, I needed something to be able to at least... Try to be like, see, can I headline your bar gig now? Yeah. Like, I needed something so bad that yeah. I wanted to fuck with the other competitors. I don't <laughs> know if I've ever told you this. I, I, oh, yeah. So that prelims weekend, I spent a, almost a whole day researching um, costumes I could rent to, to just hold on to, to, I would show up to the theater where we'd be performing. This is my plan. I did not do this. <laughs> I was going to show up like in a full like Shakespearean outfit with like the collar and the big, you know, shoulder pads and everything. And then be, and just be like, Hey, where can I change? And I go change. And if people ask me, be like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I might, I was like, I just was getting, I wanted people to be like, what the hell is Phil doing during the day? You know, just like show up like a little mermaid the next day. 
than like one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like I was, because uh, I was, look, I found this costume shop that had like all these characters you could rent. They were yeah. like, but you know, it was, it was, I was like, ah, man, this is gonna cost like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, see, that, that's usually how my practical jokes end. Yeah. It's and like, I, oh wow, five hundred? No. Yeah, and then you're like, I'm not gonna wear this limp giraffe suit for thirty five. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna go budget on this idiotic idea. <laughs> Man, you would have you would have broken these people. Uh, they they would have been they would they would I no, I probably would have just alienated myself. I, I I would have become the man with the nunchucks. That, <laughs> <laughs> That's one good thing about those competitions is uh these are people that uh, you know, it's usually not really a competition behind the curtain. You you're in competition with these people, but you you know people are talking with each other and conversing, and you know that I, I mean there's always that one person who's like placing sixteenth every night, and they're freaking out. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you know, but uh, for the most part, every, m- most people are you know cool with each other. But also, like you're, it's validating to see the person that everybody thinks should win win. Yeah. When everybody's like, oh, it's going to be this person or this person, and then they are the ones that get it, it's yeah. like, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, I, I I, mean, that's – it was funny because the guy who got first Saturday is Barungi Barungi. Do you know him? Yeah. Yeah, so he got first that night. And it was almost like – he was almost like – you could tell he almost didn't feel good about it, you know, because yeah. it, it did feel like Mary – I mean, Mary Lou coming in last was insane. Like, I, I – I actually was watching, and when they she got cu- when she got called out, I was like, I don't even want to fuck. I just wa- yeah. I left the, the I left, and that I got asked to MC the semifinals next year, and it, and I'm like, that'll be great. And I was kind of looking forward. Yeah. Do it. Oh, I'm definitely gonna do oh, it. Okay. But after seeing that, I was like, fuck, man, I don't want to, you know, because when there's yeah. ten people, those ups and downs are even crazier. Yeah. And you know, the people, you know, and it's funny because you I forgot how intense it is. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like we get there, I see, I see, I know Brent. Say I'd MC, say Mary Lou and uh, Jackie. I met her once. So anyway, I, I was meeting the other comics, bullshitting for a little bit, and then the sh- it was getting closer to showtime. You could see them. People would leave, yeah. like go find a private space in this cavernous old theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it was it was wild. Like I can't imagine being like. If I had been exploring this theater, I would have just found someone like in the corner, like, like you know. Um, so I was trying, I was trying not to like talk to people, but then once they would get off stage from their set, they'd be like loose and want to yeah. talk and bullshit and stuff. So it was, it was fun, and it was. Uh, but I tell you what, doing a guest, doing the stall set way more fun than being in the competition, yeah, because uh, yeah. they're all the audience is hot as shit, but and I don't really. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm just going to do my act as it is right now. I, yeah. you know, I wasn't trying to do like, oh, fuck, I hope this is the best five minutes that I currently have, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, it was, oh, dude, it was awesome. Just a, a hot audience having fun, waiting for the light. Okay. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> you have no control on me. Oh, dude. Yeah. They could have booed me and I would have been like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if they did if I got booed at the on the competition, I would have been like, oh no. <laughs> Man, I feel like if you get booed and you're in the competition, 
You got to stop doing comedy. You know, I've heard that like, like, so I've heard there's been a couple years where somebody had it locked. There was no way they could lose uh, by the fifth night of the finals. And so the person just gets up and is like, what do you guys want to talk about? You know, I'm like, <laughs> and then just eat shit. <laughs> so the big, you know, the big finale of the whole competition is the audience going, that guy won? Yeah. yeah. That guy, this guy with the shittiest set who I think, um, I, yeah, it was during our weekend. I think, um, I think, shit, who was it? Drew, oh. The guy won, Drew? No, I think, uh, it was either Fox or, um, a wild haired guy who was like, look, you know, you if you're not gonna advance or whatever, at least try to, you know, don't implode yeah. on stage. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There were, dude. Our my prelims. There was a woman that totally, totally, uh, lost her mind. Wow. Like, I mean, like by the third night, there was she. There was no way she was moving on. She was in the yeah. bottom three every Damn. night. And she she was not stable enough to be there, like just as a just as a human, you know, not see, as a comic. Yeah, just as a human. She wasn't a strong comic, but it was. But it was, what was so funny. So she was from like Calgary or something. So she, you know, she was. It was a financial burden for her, and it was so Damn. funny because like she comes down and she's like, <laughs> I remember I gave her. So we were all hanging out after the third night. We were all going to some restaurant together. And her and like two other people rode in my car. And so, and then she goes, uh, she's like, this is such bullshit. They fucking hate women. They fucking, I'll never win because I'm a woman. And I'm like, you realize tonight a woman won. And they were like, <laughs> there was another woman in the top five. There were two of the five people were women and a woman took first place. Yeah. And she's like, well, those fucking Bitches don't know what they're, they're fucking bitches. And I was like, Good. all right, I see what's going on here. Oh man! And then, dude, this is wild. We go out to man. dinner and we're all, uh, we're all with each other. And there's a guy, uh, Isaac Allen just got a dry bar special. Not that long ago. Okay. He was a, a comedy store door guy oh, and he right. was, he had done well a couple nights. So if he crushed it the next two nights, he would have ha maybe had a possibility, but it kind of seemed like, other people were figuring out their sets better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he was still kind of stuck in his set. So I remember we were out. She he was she was sitting next to him, and I'm across from him, and he's Asian. And uh, we were hitting it off, having a great conversation. And he was like, you know, I'm Asian, and I just it sucks. I feel like I, I have to talk about being Asian on stage. Mm. He's like, I've been divorced. <laughs> I want to talk about other shit. Mm. And then he's like, and he keeps going on about it. And then he's like. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if I'm going to move. And then later on, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to move on. And she's sitting next to him and she's like, you probably are. You're a white male. And he looked at her and he pointed at his eyes and he goes, bitch, what the fuck about this makes you think I'm a white what male? The fuck? <laughs> and then when he said, when he talked to her like that, I don't think she hangs out in circles where she hears people talk like that. Yeah. Because this dude, I mean, he's a comedy store door guy. You know, he's, those yeah. guys are not, you know, anybody that's doing that, like, is not soft, man, woman, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? They're like, they're just like, get your fucking ass out of here, you dumb piece. You know, like they, yeah. they don't, they're just, that's the way it is. And, you know, I would be upset. I would be upset that someone's discounting, you know, someone's discounting my real issues that I might have well, and just and boiling it, it down to make herself but he was, he's clearly Asian. Yeah. Like, it was so funny. He's like pointing at his eyes like, bitch, why the fuck is this white? <laughs> and she shut down. 
like yeah. shut down. And well, so then she should. And next, the next, so then I hang out with Alan for this night. I'm not, so she's either with me the whole night, and then I'm with Alan. Uh, I uh, after she leaves, I'm with him the rest of the night until we until uh, we leave the the bar. Yeah. Next morning we go. Everyone goes out for like a late breakfast. He's not there. She's not there. And as far as he, I saw him get in a Uber and leave. Yeah. <laughs> and there we were all out to dim sum, and people were like, "I heard uh, that uh, she." She's she's been apparently telling people that he touched that Isaac touched her inappropriately last night oh at the my bar. God. And I was like, I was with her from the moment we left the place all the way there, sitting what? across. I saw them together, and then she left, checked out after he called her. You know, after he said, "Bitch, I'm not." And then uh, I was with him. Like I, unless he did like a real quick snag and gram when I took a leak real quick. But I was like, <laughs> "Wow, I, man, yeah, yeah." So I was like, I was there the whole time, man. That shit did not happen. And they were like, "I don't know if he's gonna get kicked out of the competition." Da 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 da. And I was like. I was like, I'm not going to say shit. I mean, I, the people that brought it up, to, that said it to me is like, oh, can you believe this happened? I was like, that fucking did not happen. She's crazy. Yeah. And uh, I was like, if this becomes an issue, I'm definitely going to speak up. But I was like, I'm not going to just be a part of this mess. But yeah. something, yeah. but then, yeah, something happened. Peter Gray or one of the, one of the people putting it together was mentioning something. And he's like, what do you think? And he mentioned her name. And I was like, bro, I don't, I don't think she's stable. And I think she's kind of, I was like, you might want to keep an eye on her cause she's sort of losing her emotional health right now. And he, he looked at me, he's like, yeah, I know. He goes, I've been doing this for 20 years. Okay. I've, I've seen shit like this happen. Okay. And so it never became an issue for Isaac. But I, I, there was a part that of is f- that Dude. Oh, it was fucked up. Yeah, and it was right near, like, like believe all women yeah. type of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's my, yeah. That's my fear, yeah, yeah. man. That is my greatest fear is. And and this is why women shouldn't be judges. <laughs> 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 that woman is dangerous. That oh, is the, yeah, dude. That yeah. is the woman that got Emmett Till killed. That is the woman that, that got many blacks and and Mexicans and fucking dark-skinned white guys hung. <laughs> Those women are fucking dangerous. Yeah, man. Because they they use they use their whiteness yeah. as a weapon. Yeah, if it wasn't for women like that, Louis C.K. could be in arenas right now. <laughs> rather than just big theaters. <laughs> <laughs> God, she she sounds like somebody who she she used she was using her she she has two weapons that she pulls out all the time when anything goes wrong. Uh, first is well, I'm a woman, and because you know you can't use well, I'm white because people just be like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. So then when she gets. You know, when reality actually pushes against her beliefs, she goes, well, he touched my vagina. Yeah, it was that, that it, it was that, surreal, dude, seeing that. Show. That is in man. And that's one of my greatest fears, because you can't come. You, it's hard to come back from that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, every almost every instance is it feels like, yeah, this is probably true. But like, like did it got like three or four um claims that he got women um, drunk and did things with them? Well, his name is really close to Diddle. So <laughs> I tend to believe. 
But I would hate to be I would hate to be a a very rich person and you you know you'd you do things like you know because I mean historically Diddy is known as you know he's had sex with probably thousands of women yeah, so yeah. you know there's going to be some in that number that aren't really there yeah um mentally but it's always it's um but going back to the competition it's always uh interesting to me to see who mentally is strong enough to deal with these high pressure situations. I kind of feel like that's part of the reason to do it is yeah. to just sort of callous your you know your yourself a little bit cuz you know the industry is uh you know fickle yeah you know i mean that's you know you're getting i mean people always bitch about the judges but it's like you know what else is judges audiences agents yeah. managers yeah. anyone that's going to anyone's going to book you like it's not yeah. fair that a certain comic does the tonight show three or four times in a year yeah you know why why can't there be other spots that get spread around but that's their decision and so be it you got to kind of yeah. just do your own shit and that's you know if anything, that should be an indicator that uh, you should you shouldn't worry about that as much. Yeah, you should be doing your your own stuff and creating things on your own, which is something that I always have um, a problem with because, uh, like this month and um, next month, I don't really have much going on. And uh, when I, I knew this in August, and I was like, maybe I should, you know, talk to bars or something about getting things going. And I was like, I don't know if I even want to talk to these people and, and do all that. But that's, that's better than sitting at home and going, comedy club won't broke me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, well, you know, that they, that's their <coughs> stage, that's their building. So if they don't want to, if they don't want to book you, but you think you're a valuable comedian, you think you can actually entertain a, a, a audience. Yeah, dude, that special you got looks pretty good, man. You can use those as clips if you want to produce your own shit. Yeah, dude, I, I, I. But the problem, the problem is if some, if you have a booker and you're just like, hey man, uh, here are my dates, and they're like, okay, send me pictures. Yep. And that's it. Your next job is just to show up and crush. That's yep. it's so easy. Yep. I got a good gig in Hood River, and then I was like, man, I, I bet I could tech on a Saturday. And I'm like, I know here's the towns, here's the little theaters I could probably do. I could promote it and do do, do you know do all this shit. And it's so it's February 10th, and there's the Criterion Theater down in Medford. Hmm. And I was like, man, I can get Medford. I've been going there for years. There's 80,000 people live there, but I could put on a good show. Yeah. I'm like, it'll be a bit of a swing, but you know, I pull. I got some people who helped me out down there, and uh, I looked up, but I wanted to look at their calendar, make sure there wasn't a comic close to that date. On February 10th, they have Brian Regan, and I'm holy like, I'm like, what? I'm like, well, I'm not going there, dude. Yeah, I'm like, maybe I'll never crap. go there. I'm not, I was, I was kind of surprised he was doing an 800 person theater in Medford. Yeah, uh, that, so that seems wild. It yeah. seems like you know, if, if we heard that in 2020, we'd have been like, oh. Yeah, because everybody's trying to. Yeah, I don't know. It seems crazy to me. I mean, on a Saturday too, it's a prime. Yeah. So anyway, I might wow. be in. Might I might go to Pendleton? I found a theater there. It's available. Okay. It's cheap. It's only sixteen thousand people in that town though. But dude, it's a seven hundred person theater. Wow. Yeah. If I can sell out half of that, I'll be like, I got. 
five percent of the population yeah. of this. But it's so I don't know. I was looking at it. I might uh, I might just tack that on and produce. But, but do you also think about like the surrounding areas? Because when I'm uh, what do you mean the surrounding areas? Of like like when I'm looking at um, the population of a city, oh, I'm yeah. also thinking about uh, little cities that treat the city that I'm going yeah, to yeah. as like a hub. Yeah, no, Legrand, and so yeah, so if you go a little, if you go out thirty miles, then it, then yeah, okay. I mean that's what it is with Comedy Avalanche with Sandpoint because you got Sandpoint, but then you got like you go all the way up to the Canadian border, and then we'll get people that come out to that show sometimes from Coeur d'Alene even, yeah. but Sandpoint's like a destination spot. Pendleton can be a destination spot too because they got the casino yep. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and so man, I was out, I was out in that Sandpoint <laughs> area. Um, my, no. Saturday, looking for um, bald eagles. Did and, you find um, me? Lake Ponderay. That's Fog. a big. No. That's a big lake. That is. They a, could be anywhere. That is a gigantic lake, and uh, the spot that um, eBirds.org said was the spot was not the spot. <laughs> I did see some kingfishers though, so that that almost made up for it. Um, birding, but man, you know, it's, is it is it called birding? Yeah. I feel like that's what a British serial killer would say about his killing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going birding. <laughs> we, were talking, uh, we were talking about movies. I, I had a thought this weekend. Um, I like Joaquin Phoenix. I like the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like I like uh, I like him play. He does uh, Johnny Cash, I think. And, mm-hmm. I re- and I watched Napoleon. It was good. I liked it. Uh, it wasn't great. No, it wasn't. It felt you seen more it? like a music video. Yeah, yeah it was. It, right? Like, yeah. and it felt like there wasn't enough French culture. Yeah. Like, I thought there would be more about, like, I thought there'd be more, like, you know, I don't know, like, gross women, you know, wiping their vaginas <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what French people are into. <laughs> You know what I mean? Biting the head off pigeons or whatever. I don't, you know, just torturing a goose to death to make their liver slightly more flavorful. You know, French shit. I think that's going to be the title. Uh, French. Dude, do some French shit. Yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott. Um, it, it felt like he, if it felt like he had too much script. And yeah. he and he was trying to pare down a six hour movie into a three hour movie. Yeah, it feels yeah. like there's a lot there that they didn't really go into. Well, it was like, is this the greatest Frenchman who's ever lived, or the biggest scumbag who ever lived? Like, what are we going for <laughs> here? You know, I didn't get it. Uh, it's funny. My son really wanted to go. He's a big history buff. And oh man, he was probably having a conniption. Oh fuck, he was like, he was watching it with like his hand on his uh, his chin, like hmm, they're Ooh, not, did, they're did, not going over the, st- the war strategies that he implemented enough. You know? Did you um? Did he let out an audible gas when they shot cannons at the pyramids? Oh no, no! Because that was the most agree. That was one of the most egregious parts to me, was that. He, in the movie, he's shooting at the shooting cannons at the pyramids. It's like, why would you even put that in there? It's obvious he didn't do it because there's no cannon holes on the pyramids. 
That pyramid's gone. <laughs> there used to be more pyramids. <laughs> there was one more pyramid eye. What are they? How do you pluralize pyramid? <laughs> I, uh, no, but when that cannonball went into a horse like five minutes oh, into the movie, yeah. Amanda was like, ah, like in, in the theater. She's like, Jesus Christ, what did I go to? And, they, and then his girlfriend's like bending over and pulling her skirt up, and he just yeah. comes up from behind her. Yeah. Dude, like right after their marriage, it cuts to, I don't care that we're ruining scenes for this movie. So uh, this, but is I will history. Do this, but this is, you can look up how Nicolian fucked. Yes. Or you can watch Joaquin like Phoenix do it. Dude, when it was like, he's like, I do, I do. And then it just cuts to him just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's yeah, no, yeah, that's uh but I, so I thought about this. I don't know if it, watching this movie made me think it was a fine movie. It seemed crazy. Like I haven't seen a movie with that much production in a long time. Yeah, that had it, to be an expensive movie to make. And I, I think that's why um, Apple was the only one to take it on because I feel like that's a $200 million movie. Yeah, it's And it they was, are not making, they're not making that money in the box office back Maybe in on the that. foreign markets, you know. I mean, Apple just wants it on their screaming. Because scream, screaming, screaming? I, I like it. I think I just had a stroke. <laughs> streaming is streaming is a con game. And all it is is just people now just taking IP and collecting it. Yeah. So when they consolidate, when they get bought, it's more valuable. Yeah. And that, that's well, that's what interesting. Doing. Yeah. So they're just trying. They're like, well, I have these blockbusters in our. Yeah, yeah, because that the, that movie seems like the kind of movie you could watch on an airplane. Yeah, so that'll it'll hit all those distribution channels like that. Yeah, yeah. where you can be like, oh no, this we let no you we'll sell this to the prisons. <laughs> we'll let guys buy this with their commissary. <laughs> There's a I it, it, I don't know this didn't make me th I had this thought about like actors. Like we watch a movie with an actor and you like it and you're like, man, that was great. And then they do another movie you like. You're like, holy shit, I'm a fan of this guy. Yeah. Does that mean I'm gay? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> but it, it gets to the point where you're like, I don't even need to know anything about this. Like I won't even watch a preview. I just, I want to see this Matt Damon movie. Yeah, that's... Especially I heard he's naked. I don't know. Am I gay? <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> Jim Carrey. Yeah. Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. These are great Brad examples. Pitt. Great, yes. Um, it used to be Will Smith. Um, until uh, that one movie where he commits suicide and gives his liver, his organs to people, I was like, "Get the fuck out!" But of that's here. what I mean. Like event, like then it's like there's there's these actors that just they come, there's like oh there's a banger banger. It's yeah. not so it's not just the actor at that point. It's like their ability to choose movies. Yeah. It's not just their acting skills. And then next thing you know, it's like, come see me in Uncle Farty's Chit Shack. Yeah. You know, and you're like. Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Will Ferrell. I mean, a lot of comedians fall under this where, yeah. you know, or, or if it's not a dumb comedy. Have you talked about this? I don't think so. It's like either a dumb comedy or it's like a weird horror movie. Yeah. Where this like, is my theory about what happens to these comics. Because I've seen it happen to Melissa McCarthy. I've seen it happen to Will um, Ferrell. Uh, what happens, I think, is they they take these roles on these low budget movies. Uh, you know, they're not going to make a ton of money, but they're going to be the star of the movie, <clears throat> and the movie just does outrageously. And then they their filter for what's good 
just gets destroyed. Yeah. And they and pretty much I think what happens to them is they go, Well, I'm the reason these movies are great. Not the script or the directing or anything else. And I've seen it with Will Farrell with where he basically went through he went through almost all the sports and did a movie based <laughs> oh, yes. on them. Yeah, the and I mean movie. they were I remember the, so when funny. the basketball movie came out, I was like, Ooh this one, and I love Will Ferrell, but, and, and and I yeah, thought the yeah. movie was great, but it didn't do that well. And the same thing happened with Melissa McCarthy. She did that um, the damn spy movie where the first half of the movie seemed like it was PG, and then all of a sudden it just cuts to a hard R movie, and it was like, whoa, this is. Oh, I remember that movie. That was wild. This is yeah. weird. And and then what ends up happening is. You have Will Ferrell in like Strays, where he plays, where he's the voice of a ugly ass dog, and I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't mind the movie. I thought it was all right, but I was like, Will Ferrell should not be in this movie. Neither Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx, and Will Ferrell was in this movie that was beneath them, and I, and maybe it was because it was a simple, like, oh, all I got to do is sit in the sound booth and and act. And I still get the same amount of money as if I was on set all the time. But the money is also ridiculous. I mean, they yeah. got to be like, no, no, no. And then they're like, boop, boop. Yeah. Like, oh, what's that? You open the door, it's a dump truck full of hundreds. Yeah. You're like, all right. Like Jim Carrey was making $20 million a movie? In the 90s. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like a gazillion bazillion to today's yeah. money. I mean, 20 million in the 90s. I mean, literally that's got to be like 40 million now. Like yeah. especially for the movies that he was in, um you can't don't think about Ace Ventura cuz Ace Ventura was a uh, a budget movie, but Ace Ventura 2 was not budget. Oh, the mask. And he, and he, was, he probably yeah. got he probably got 20 off of that and that was probably he 30, got twenty. 40. He got twenty for the cable guy. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is, yeah, it, it, it's not a different. That was not an expensive movie to shoot. Yeah, there yeah. was like four sets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, the light's good. Let's go outside for a second. Yeah. yeah. One good thing about those actors taking on those ridiculous movies, nobody will ask their opinion about big events in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. like, because if you're like a guy who's like, oh, this is a thought provoke, what do you think of the the issue in Ukraine? But then they're not going to be like, oh, man, we don't need, you know, the donkey from Shrek telling us about <laughs> what, <laughs> about what's going on with Hamas. <laughs> That's got to be a real big benefit is like, I, I'm not, you're, I'm not the voice of a generation. Yes. I just want to cash these checks. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear what um happened with the new Scream movie? Scream? Um, yeah, the new Scream movie. One of the one of the actresses got um let go because of her um uh, thoughts and opinions on the Hamas Israeli um thing. And so what ended up happening was another actress. Left the movie as well in protest. Well, and they, they now you have two people that won't do that job. Yeah, yeah. It's the, you know the reality is you know when people when people go to athletes and they're like, shut up and play football. It's like yeah, I, and I or, or when be, I, what bothers me about that is it's like I don't think you have an understanding of how few people can play this sport 
at the level that they're playing. Yes. Very, very few people can be in the NFL or the NBA or, yes. or, or whatever sport that, we're, that this has happened to. But when an actor, when they're like, just shut up and act, you're like, there's like a fucking million people that could go do that. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. I mean, there's, there is, if some actress is like, I'm not going to be in this movie, they'll be like, next up, they'll just, they'll Fuck pull them right yeah. off of Henry Weinstein's dick and throw them <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> 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 I mean, how many movies have you seen where there's a man? This gonna sound fucked up, but it's not just actresses; it's also actors. When you see an actress in like a, a Adam Sandler movie playing his wife or girlfriend or something, and yeah. you're like, "Have I seen her in anything?" Yeah, right. And then she's just gone and just yeah, just doesn't exist. Yeah, anymore. they just sent her back to Epstein's island. <laughs> That's probably. Do you get to what that island was? Like, they're like, they're of age now. Let her be in one movie. (laughs) They've earned it. The contract's fulfilled. She's like, what are we doing next? Feeding you to the sharks. We'll we'll send this money to your family in Guatemala. (laughs) One of those actresses is pretty big. She was um, the star. She was um, Wednesday in in Wednesday, I guess, um, on Netflix. Dude, if I was Adam Sandler and I was making movies, I'd be like, give me the fattest actress. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't I don't mean like body positive. I mean like uh, it has to be wheeled in on a gurney. <laughs> <laughs> and I would get like as ripped as possible. <laughs> that would be my movie. <laughs> Feeding Gertrude. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Dude, that's a good pitch. Yeah. Uh, if I can ever Adam Sandler has a production company. <laughs> he could he could bankroll it. I'll email him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we gotta get out of hand a little bit. So Yeah, oh yeah. do you have an ad do you have do you do you do uh did did you were you able to secure a sponsor this week? Oh yeah. Um this week's sponsor is brought to you by breathable paint. Have you ever had paint that you're like, man, if I leave this in my garage, my teenage child will sniff this and get high and lay down on the railroad tracks? Well, with breathable paint, you don't have to worry about that. The fumes do not get you high. As a matter of fact, the fumes give you diarrhea. You can buy aerosol cans. You can buy it in gallon buckets. All for the low, low price of $69.99. So, check out breathablepaint.org. It's an organization. I don't know how they got the the nonprofit um, thing. And buy your paint today. That's a good product. I've been breathing some of that paint. (laughs) It's good, dude. It's good. I'm I'm already down five pounds with all the... Healthy diarrhea. <laughs> That's the title. Healthy diarrhea. <laughs> because when, when I put up, um, I put a scrotum something, apple scented scrotum. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was like, what? That's a that's a medical term. Yeah, it wasn't like it was like Nutsack Tuesday. Like, <laughs> that's so funny. 
That would be funny. Cause like, do you remember, I don't know, in, during the pandemic on Rogan, it was always, it seemed like every other week it was some doctor that was like, I am a medical professional and they won't let me tell people about the mercury in the vaccines or whatever. Like it was just like, he's like, this is a big deal. Why is this even happening? And I was like, not one of those guys. We're talking about how Apple won't let us say scrotum. <laughs> this is a much bigger issue. That'd be so funny. Well, when you're checking for boob cancer, what you need is boob. Touch your boob, massage your boob. You're like, what the fuck? What am I supposed to be doing? What are these boobs? <laughs> one, one testicle's just the size of a fucking tennis ball. You're like, I'm trying to learn how to fix my scrotal sac, but everything's censored. And beating it with a hammer and everything. <laughs> uh, you got any shows this? Yeah, I got two corporates uh, this Ooh, weekend. Two? Uh, big time. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, the, the only gig in December that people... Well, I have two. Uh, New Year's Eve and Post Falls at the... Yeah. Uh, you're on this. This is actually a Brodad show, basically. Yeah. Yeah, this could be a uh, New Year's Eve Falls. draft zone, the uh, New Year's Eve extravaganza. It's gonna yes. be a good time out there. I'm gonna be vaping. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have one of my um. I'm gonna have my scrotum out my pants. Oh yeah, dude. They can't, <laughs> dude. Apple can't censor us here. Yeah, fuck you, Apple. <clears throat> uh, I'm just gonna put a couple apples in a satchel. <laughs> So I look at look like I got fruity nut sacks. <laughs> oh man, I'm, do you, I'm do you think it's called nut sack because it looks like two walnuts in a tiny in a tiny in a tiny? That's got to be the reason. Yeah, like do you think you like guys that would carry around there? Dude, that's fun. like I bet like when somebody got robbed, they're like, give me that fucking satchel and then run away. And they think they got like doubloons in there. Yeah. And the guy gets back. He's like, yeah, it's a fucking nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they're worthless. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe when you rob someone, you're like, kick him in his nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> and it, but it was the, <laughs> it was actually the doubloon sack. <laughs> Another <laughs> walnuts in here. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to be in the Tri-Cities the 8th and 9th. And that's all I have. Oh, until... yeah. Tri-Cities. That's yeah. Pasco. That's Kennewick. That's Richland. Yeah. Jokers. So hopefully uh, people turn up because uh, my advertisement got rejected. So, too many words. No, it was just a flyer. I, I made the flyer. Maybe they didn't like Santa Claus being on the flyer. That's weird, man. Dude, so these social media companies are weird. Yeah. Uh, the, like, do you not want my money? Yeah. Because all you got to do is just show this to people in that area. <laughs> I don't so think they're crazy. looking at it going, "Well, who am I going to see? Santa Claus or the black guy? I don't know." <laughs> so come down if you want. If not, you suck. Uh, oh, you know what? I have other shows. I'll talk about them next week. Oh, yeah. The, the Michael Glatzmeyer nah, show? Nah, I got the Roxy in uh, Newport. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing that with Greg Beachler on yeah. December 8th. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what, what people are thinking about. You know, I don't know what people are doing. I don't know if people go to shows. Yo, better come to these shows. If you're listening to this podcast, you should be coming to our shows. Yeah, you know what? And just come to, you know, just go to Phil Cop Comedy. 
and uh, Harry J. Riley, funny person dot TV. Um, <laughs> Uh, and uh, we'll hope to see you there. Yeah, and check out our sponsor, sponsor breathablepaint.org. If you don't want your kids to get high, get breathable paint. Good night, you big bitches. <laughs> oh. That was right on time. <clears throat> was it right at an hour? <laughs>